Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. It's 106 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. They wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Uh, visit digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You know who uh, my man Hugh Porter's always been a big fan of? Tyson Berry. We'll get to that in a second. You can reach us on our River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for over 35 years. Sportsnet Spec, Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the horses in Horse Racing Alberta. They present live racing every Friday and Sunday evening at Century Mile Racetrack. Spectators limited at this time, but you can always go online and watch and wager at hbibet.com. Mark, just before I bring you back in, I want to read a text from former defenseman Mark. Bob, the reality is teams can no longer overpay for bottom six forward talent and fifth and sixth defensemen. Those players are filler. They can make or break your ability to win. If you give them too much dough to them, you can't get top-level talent. If you don't get the right players in those spots, you won't win because they'll drag you down five-on-five. Five. All you want from them is even play. Your best players need to be able to exert their will and win games. The Oilers have two of the best players in the world. They just need not to get hamstrung by their third and fourth lines. Start acquiring uh, at market price or discount. Well, Tampa Bay went out and got Coleman and Goodrow, and neither of those guys is making two million bucks a year. And those guys were pretty useful third line players. And I will tell you point blank, Mr. Spector, it is my belief that agents, they're smart and they target organizations that have a little bit of cap space and then try to, inv- uh, you know, drive value for, look at Benoit Pouliot. He got five years at four million bucks. Okay. And the analytics suggested, pretty good player. Um, Oilers ultimately ended up buying out the final two years of Pouliot. Some would say maybe they, uh, 
you know what? Some would say they, they went a year too long on the contract. Some would say they bought him out a year too early. I would say if you're going to spend on a third-line position, you spend on third-line center. What say you, Mr. Spector? Yeah, I think that that's, that's where they have to start here, right? There's there's two places for the Oilers that have to get solved in, in this sum, uh, summer, whatever, this fall, I guess. <laughs> uh, and it's certainly a third-line center, and it's they got to figure out their goalie. There's, they clearly need a second goalie, and uh, they're going to get one somewhere. So yep. those are the two positions. They have to have a guy that can take, you know, that can that can take some, frankly, defensive minutes away from the top two guys and allow them to spend more time with, you know, take a defensive zone zone start away from McDavid or Drysdale once in a while. I'm fine. I think everyone would be fine with that. Save them for the offensive zone starts and. Uh, clearly, the goalies, you know, there's just no question. That I think the Oilers' five-on-five five save percentage ranked 25th last year in the league. Um, so they got to get better in goal. And they're stuck with Miko Koskinen, who's okay. But the, the place where you obviously have to upgrade is on Mike Smith. So that's uh, those are priorities one and one A. There's, there's no other way to slice it, Bob. Uh, the Oilers finished the year 14th overall in the save percentage mark. Let's not forget the Edmonton Oilers were second in the NHL in uh, penalty killing 84.4 percent that's what makes a guy like riley sheehan so interesting he got caved in five on five he went minus 20 in true five on five situations last season but he did a great job on the penalty kill he was part of a penalty killing unit that was second in the league that's now he only cost you a million bucks if he's your fourth line center instead of your third line center you're having a different conversation so Mark, I've got, and we're going to have uh, Hart uh, Levine coming up from Puck PDA. He's one of those guys that really runs the numbers pretty well. A little bit later on in the show today. Edmonton, by my count, has approximately $6 million in cap space. So people say, well, what are you talking about? Cap Friendly's got Edmonton at 10 or $11 million. Well, that's because they've got Haas, uh, Nygaard, and Patrick Russell in the minors, and, and maybe Bouchard as well. And they've not assigned a price point on Ethan Bear, which, by the way, I think is going to be similar to Anthony D'Angelo. I've got Edmonton at $6 million. You just talked about two positions, goaltending and third-line center. We're both agreeing that's where you're going to maybe see 5 of $6 million spent. Yep. Uh, and then I talked about the fact that the owners could be at $62 million a year from now, and that's with extensions to Nugent, Hopkins, uh, Bear, and Yamamoto at that time. That includes that. What is a fair salary for ryan nugent hopkins is he an eight million dollar player in your opinion mm, not with a flat cap he's not you know no he's not an eight million dollar player he's a I'm, he's a top six winger he's not a centerman anymore right he's not a, he might be a centerman somewhere else he's not a centerman on this team so he's a top six winger and he's uh you know characterized ryan nugent hopkins is he a 65 point guy uh, when he plays when he plays left wing with either McDavid or Drysaddle, and he's on a top ten power play in the NHL, yeah, he's a sixty five point guy. Okay, yep. so well, but I mean, I, I believe in signing and 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 judging the player on wh- how you're going to use him. Right. Okay. So I'm telling you that you're using him with McDavid or you're using him with Drysaddle. That that's what you're paying him to do, but you're not paying him as a centerman because he's not a center. Yeah, you know, anymore for this team, he's just not a centerman anymore. So, uh, you know, what do you pay a sixty-five point? Like, let's do the 
you know, guys should do the deep dive here. Well, he's a 65-point left winger. He's had 60-plus points twice in his career, uh, and it's both years has been in seasons in which he spent a fair amount of time on left wing. I'm going to give you a comparable for me, okay? And that is Braden Shen. Braden Shen in October of 2019 signed a deal uh Eight years at six point five million per year, a six point five million dollar cap hit. I think we'd agree. Braden Shen plays a more aggressive game than Nugent Hopkins. Maybe Nugent's got a little bit more skill. I think Is he Shen. Better in faceoff dot. Uh, he sort of rotates between center and the wing. Probably plays. I mean, they they basically use him as a center, right? They have yeah. uh, that was the thing. They went and got O'Reilly, and then uh, or they got Shen, then they got O'Reilly, and completely changed the complexion of their center position in St. Louis, and had strength down the middle. So he's playing more center right now than Nugent Hopkins is. So he's six, valuable. I mean, Nugent was making six on a seven-year deal. Six and a half gives him a little bit of a, a top up. Is that fair in an eight-year deal for him? Yeah, I would think. I mean, it, it, the, here's the here's the problem. Like, sure, he's making six, and we're all of this mind that, you know, he's, made, he's making six, and it's a new contract, so he's got to get a big fat raise. Well, guess what? No one's getting a raise in hockey right now. Right. You know, the owners aren't getting a raise, right? There's no fans in the stands. So, you know, the, the uh, there's going to be all kinds of UFAs coming up here. You think Braden Holpe's getting a raise? He no. won't get a raise. He'll, Taylor- he'll play for less. Taylor Hall is a Hart Trophy winner. He, too, was on a seven-year deal at $6 million. I think Taylor Hall might do a one-year deal somewhere at $6 million, just because well, there is a flat cap. So, so, you know, so like you don't get to live by 2015's rules in 2020, right, in 2021. So does Ryan Nugent Hopkins deserve a raise? Well, he's gone from being a center to a winger. Uh, he is never going to be a face-off man at this point in his career. He's just—he's never cracked that nut. Is that fair? Second unit penalty kill, and he's on a terrific power play. And the Oilers had awesome special teams, so he's a pretty good he's special a, team. He's a good player. Like he's a good player. He's a top six winger and a, and an intelligent player and better defensively than he's ever been. And I'm not saying he's a bad player. This is me denigrating him. But I guess I'd say to you that for several years of his career, six million was overpaying him. Right. Only recently would I say the last two probably, years. Last two yeah, years. And he's, right. He's only been a six million dollar player for a couple of years. So does that mean all of a sudden he's got to get eight and a half? Not if I'm GMing him. It doesn't. Well, right. Uh, all right. So I'm going to throw it out there to our listeners. Text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. What is the number that let's let's just say it's an eight year extension? We'll simplify. Again, Shen's making six point five. The Nugent Hopkins camp, which is headed up by Rick Vallette from Octagon, they might look at it and say, well, we got to get what Matt Duchesne got in Nashville. Eight times eight. That's what they might be sitting there saying. we got we got to get what Duchesne got, Mark. Well, last I and, checked, Duchesne was a lousy contract. <laughs> right? Duchesne's overpaid by some, isn't he? Uh, well, you, well, and the other thing is that when they signed that contract, the Nashville Predators, and they signed that contract in uh, July of 2019. They were probably under the belief at that time that there would be, uh, check that, it was a seven-year contract. They signed him to a seven-year deal, $8 million per. They probably thought the cap was going to be $90 million in a couple of years. It was going to go 81, 85, right? And, and now we know that's not going to be the case. So 
And and for the record, regarding Matt Duchesne, for all of the criticism that's been directed his way, uh, he has twice done something that Nugent Hopkins has not done. He's had a 70-point season in the NHL. Okay. So he's also had a, two 30-goal seasons. Ryan's never hit 30. Uh, I, I'd like... I'd like to know what the listeners think. Seven eight zero four nine. Because I think some of the listeners would say, "Geez, it'd be nice to get it." Like Connor McDavid could have asked for more money. Now, some people will say, "Or Leon Drysaddle didn't give the Oilers a break," and others might say, "Well, you know what? Leon Drysaddle probably felt he should have been with the the hockey team from day one, sixteen, seventeen, too." Anyhow, Leon Drysaddle has lived. Can we agree he's exceeded the expectations of that contract that Pete no, Sorelli? Leon Dreisaitl at 8.5 is a bargain for the Oilers. They're getting a great deal on it. So this is the push and pull. Like, so good for the Oilers on Leon Dreisaitl and, and not so good for the Oilers on James Neal. You know, you win one, you lose one, right? You don't, just because, just because the team's getting a better deal on Dreisaitl, you don't go back and renegotiate because James Neal's not coming to you to renegotiate, right? Right. You got to yeah. pay that contract of both those guys, and that's the world they live in. They sign it, they live with it. You know, let's go back to those three six million dollar deals that McTavish signed with Hall and Eberle and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Jeez, oh, Mark, he, did right? he sign? I now now I want to check to see if he actually signed those guys. I think one. I think a couple of them might have even been. I'm going to. Ch- I'll check the dates for you here. Keep going. Might have been go- Tambellini on one of them. Anyway, let's yeah. talk about those those three contracts. Let's call it 18 years of hockey at six million dollars per season for three different guys. Right, 18 years. Yep. Yeah. Out of those 18 years, how many years did the Oilers get a six million dollar player? Do you think? You know. How many well, years was six million good value for the team, and how many years was it good value for the player? Taylor Hall signed his uh, extension for 2013-14 on August 22nd of 2012. So Tam signed Taylor Hall to the extension. Okay. I'm just looking at Taylor's numbers here. Uh, he had 80 points in 13-14. They got their money's worth that year. That's a six million dollar player. Yep. Uh, um, 65 points in 82 games in 15-16. Is that fair for $6 million? I'd, I'd say that's close. Sure, He's, it's close. Yeah, I mean, you said Nugent Hopkins, the two 60-point-plus seasons, uh, yeah. were, they got value. So you got to give Hall a value at 65 yep, points. Yep, yep, fair. So, oh, and I'm sorry, 50 points in 12-13. But his contract hadn't kicked in yet. So two of the first three years of the deal, they got their money's worth on Hall, then they traded him. Okay, okay, fair enough. How okay. about Everly? You know, how, uh, early Nugent Hopkins and early Everly, they weren't getting six million dollars for the player there. Yeah. Now, uh, okay. Now it'd take me a second to dig up. Uh, we don't have to go through every one, but my point is, my you know, my point is, you sign deals and both sides live with the ball. Yes. Right? And 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 the Oilers made. You know, I love those signings in a way because they. I mean, I remember the GMs, Tambellini and, and McTavish say at the time, they may be overpaid right now, but we're banking on the fact that at the yeah. end of these six-year deals or seven-year deals, we're going to be getting a good deal, and I don't mind a GM who, who plays the market a little bit. That so, okay, so two, two of three years for Hall, two of six for Nugent Hopkins. Now we'll switch, folks, because I, I just want to, because now you've got me in trade. Uh, Jordan four Ever- out of nine years that you thought you got six million so far. Jordan Eberle Eberle signed his six-year deal with the Edmonton Oilers in August of 2012. So Tamalini signed him, too, and it kicked in for 13-14. He had 65 points and 63 points his first two full years out of that deal. 
So they got their that's they got their money's worth. Sure. And then and then the next two seasons he dropped to forty seven and fifty one. He was hurt a bit the year he had forty seven. Fifty one points in eighty two games. Is that close? Is that close? Is that eh, Mm. eh. he had a hot run? Anyways, I let's saw it off. All that math you just did, and and obviously Hall only stayed for three of the years. All that math you just did, if I have it right, we're at about seven good years for the team out of fourteen. Or fifteen and and seven or eight for the players. So there you go. Two for three. Yeah, two for three for Hall. Two for four for Eberle. I might give Nuge three for six, but it's close. So I get your point. And Mark, you'd be surprised at the numbers. Here we go. You'd be surprised at the numbers that are going in right now for the fans. Um, They want that. They do not see Ryan as an eight million dollar player. And this is not your. Like, I don't think this is Edmonton going, wow, you know, how can the fans really? I I, I think fans are, are educated enough now that listen to a show like this. They know what kind of makes sense. They get the lay of the land. Like, most of them are saying Nugent Hopkins is lucky to get a raise on a long-term extension. So mm-hmm. that's the majority of the oh. text. And listen, you got to GM this team, Bob. The, the, the guys aren't untouchable. You know, someone's got to move off this team if this team's going to get better. You can't just go to the draft and draft a bunch of guys. Right, you, you can't. There, are, you know, these guys aren't all untouchables. Nugent Hawkins isn't untouchable. Nurse isn't untouchable. Clefbaum's not untouchable. Someone's got to, you know, the, these guys. We've watched what this core has done, and this it's not good enough. They need some help. I get it. They got Sometimes they got that help comes by trading out of that core too, Bob. They got two untouchables. We agree on that right now, but David sure. and Dry. I mean, those two untouchables. Okay. Yep. Uh, Mark, I'm going to bang off three quick texts. Rod says, I like Nuge. I want him to be an oiler for a long time. But to me, he didn't start earning the money until he was paid until about his fourth year of the deal. I don't think he should be getting a huge raise, if any. Uh, Steven says, Bob, I think Nugent Hopkins wasn't worth $6 million before. Should have been about $5 million. His new contract should be $6 million at eight years. Uh, another texter says, Bob, Nugent Hopkins, 6.5 for Nuge at, for six Six years. Another texter, Sean, says no to Deshane's contract. I'm more than okay with the Shen contract. Nugent Hopkins is an important player for the team, not a superstar player, but an important player. Another texter out of Edmonton, I'd be happy with Nugent getting 6.5 mil a season. He's a great player for Edmonton, but on most teams, he wouldn't have been paid $6 million per season. Another texter says 5.5 for three years for Nugent Hopkins. That is not happening. That's established like Greg and Red Deer. There's no chance that deal is That is a very team-friendly deal. Scott and Sherwood Park says keep Nuge forever. So there's the range. I mean, Mark, I'm kind of like you on this one. I love Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Look, you and me really like him as a guy. He's a good guy to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, that uh, doesn't matter. There's lots of good guys in the American League, too. To me, the number's got to start in the six. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's got it's got to be in the sixes. If it's if it's beyond that, uh, you know, and it's and, and it's not me being cheap and be. I just like I'm seeing the texters. They're being pragmatic about the number two. You know, like I kind. I'll, I'll give you an example. When the Oilers signed Settle, they got like Darcy McLeod Wood guy was hammering the Oilers for that deal. I'm like, I think Settle can live up to that contract, and he has. McDavid gave the Oilers a break. He gave the Edmonton Oilers a break. Mark, final question for you. Do you think, or do you agree or disagree, do you think the Oilers are positioned better 
in terms of interest in free agents right now than they were four or five years ago? Oh, for sure. Everything's pointing to helping the small markets here. There's less money to go around. You know, Evan has got a new building. They got two superstars. It's a good place if you're a winger that, you know, to get a chance. Uh, for sure. It's better than it used to be. Edmonton's always going to be Edmonton in terms of cold winter and dark night days and nights and all that stuff. That's never changing. But the whole system now, it's a, the players are fighting for way less money than they used to be fighting for, Bob. So things like the weather, they're becoming incrementally Edmonton, less important. Mark, Edmonton is not, you know what? You're not a small market franchise if you're contributing to revenue sharing. Nope. They're a they're a mid market franchise. The Oilers, no, Mark, no, you, no, no. your your network, Sportsnet, the Edmonton Oilers have the third best regional TV numbers in the NHL, behind Montreal and Toronto. Third best in the league this year. Doesn't happen every year, but they were third best in the league this year. Edmonton's yeah, no, they've got. It's becoming an increasingly better place to play. There's no question. Uh, and, and, and I've always said this. I'll say it again, Bob. Edmonton needs to build a team where the guy doesn't ask his wife if she minds coming to Edmonton, uh, but where the guy tells his wife, we're going to Edmonton because I think I can win a Stanley Cup there. Yeah. Uh, how often are you successful when, you're ta- when you tell your wife the way it's going to be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's another story, isn't it? <laughs> well, as, as, as you know, uh, Kathleen is a complete and uh, total glutton for punishment, and uh, I never win those conversations in the Stauffer household. Mark, it's been great. It's been great having you on, man. All right, Bobby, take care. 125 in Edmonton will fit in some of your texts a little bit later on. We'll get uh, a thought. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll just we'll just see where this goes. This is an interesting conversation with Nugent Hopkins. Again, I mean, some have said to me, well, you know, an agent's going to look at uh, another agent said to me, Bob, the agent's going to sit there and look at Matt Duchesne's contract and say, that's what you got to pay. You got to pay eight times eight. I'm like, that contract was when we thought the cap was going to be 85 this year and 90 in a year from now with U.S. television number increase. And that ain't happening right now in a COVID world. Many of you out there who are running businesses, listening to the show right now, know that you got to tighten the, uh, the belt a bit. You might have some incredibly valuable employees. They're not getting a big increase. That just kind of comes with the territory of what we're all dealing with right now. 126 in Edmonton will take a step out for a minute. When we come back, the Injury report, uh, post-playoffs uh, here in Oilers now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Hi, I'm James Neal from Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Back in the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 127. After Mark Spector joined us for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Again, live racing Friday and Sunday nights out at Century Mile. You can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. DT has texted the show on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. RNH is like a Swiss Army knife for the Oilers. He plays center. Wing. Kills penalties. Plays on the power play. If he leaves, the Oilers will say immediately they need a guy who can play center wing and play on special teams. Max 7 million. That text from DT. And uh, Jason from Sangudo says, Bob... That was a great segment. Mark Spector with Marriage Counseling on Oilers Now. <laughs> there you have it. Two, two, the injury report brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Brendan, did we get a uh, 
liner of information on what Dallas and Tampa Bay were dealing with post-mortem yet? Has that occurred? No, unfortunately it hasn't. I'm just checking the website right now. So, I mean, pretty we know who was out. Unfortunately, we don't know why they were out yet, but uh, I would imagine by the end of this week we'll have a clearer idea. All right, and again, the injury report's been brought to you all hockey season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. We'll also tell you at this time. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin, especially right now when employee pricing takes place for the next couple days. Again, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin at Brent Ridge Ford, a nine-time President's Diamond Award winner. They've got the employee pricing event taking place. Reach out to Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford. Lend a hand by calling one 877 or go online at brentridge.com. We'll get Hart Levine's thoughts from Pockpedia on Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Also on how the Oilers should handle Andreas Athanasiu and the Oilers cap situation and maybe some other teams that are going to be capped out or in tight cap, cap purgatory, when we come back on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.